Hi, thank you for joining me today on this 18th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us begin worship with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Generous God, your Son gave his life that we may come to peace with you. Give us a share of your Spirit, and in all we do, empower us to bear the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from James. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth yielded its harvest. My brothers and sisters, if any one among you wanders from the truth and is brought back by another, you should know that whoever brings back a sinner from wandering will save the sinner's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Here ends the reading. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones, who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good. But if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Would you like to know how I feel about prayer? Well, you know, it really doesn't matter if you said yes or no, because guess what? I'm going to tell you anyway. 
I think prayer requires a lot of patience, can sometimes be disappointing, and is absolutely necessary. In his letter, James is emphasizing the importance of prayer. He reminds people that they should not only pray when people are suffering or sick, but prayers of thanksgiving should be lifted up to God when life is going well. Prayers need to be communal so that everyone is receiving prayer. He emphasizes that anyone can pray and be heard by God. He gives the example of Elijah, who was an ordinary person. Elijah prayed to God for a drought, and it happened. Then he prayed for rain, and it rained. In James' efforts to help people understand the importance of prayer, he left out a few details of Elijah's story. What James said Elijah did was accurate, but Elijah did not think up praying for drought on his own. He did it because God told him to do it. God was causing drought as a punishment to Ahab and his family for their sins. Elijah said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. Elijah caused the drought and then caused the rain to fall because he was following God's orders. James used Elijah as a good illustration to motivate people to pray, but this can also cause frustration if you don't know the rest of the story. That is why I said prayer can be disappointing. When we read about Elijah and James, we hear that Elijah was an ordinary person who prayed fervently to God and got exactly what he asked for. Then we think about our own prayers and the many times our prayers were not answered in the way we had hoped they would be received by God. We start to question our ability to pray or our connection to God. Is God listening? Well, maybe God can't hear us because we're not praying hard enough. Does God hear us, but doesn't grant us what we want because we have not been faithful in the eyes of God? I hear these self-doubts from people all the time because their prayers are not being answered in the way they want them to be answered. These people are hurting, scared, and frustrated. They know God has the ultimate say in what will happen, but that realization is not always easy for the person who wants a different outcome. It's also not easy for those who try to bring comfort to their friends and loved ones when they see them losing their trust in God. Hopefully, there will be a day when they can see God's hand in what happened and come to understand God's reason for handling the situation the way it was handled. That is where patience and prayer becomes important. Most people are used to actions bringing immediate results. I think this, is, this has only gotten worse with the digital age. There was a time when it took months for a letter to reach its destination. 
so that people were informed about happenings in their family. Now all you need to do is send a text or click on Facebook to see what is happening to people you know around the world. God has not kept up with our need for instant gratification. God works in God's time. It may sometimes feel very slow or non-existent, but God's work is planned and deliberate. Even though prayer calls us to have patience and can sometimes disappoint us, prayer is the most important thing we can do each day. There are many ways to pray. Some people do a daily devotion that includes a prayer, and personal prayers can be added. Sometimes prayers are spontaneous throughout the day, whenever a person or situation comes to mind. I like to pray just before I get out of bed in the morning. I pray for my family. I pray for others who have asked for prayer. And I thank God for another day. Now we may have childhood memories of being taught to pray before meals and just before we went to sleep. We may or may not have kept up those practices. When we come to worship, we pray the prayer of the day, we pray the Lord's Prayer, we pray prayers of intercession, and we pray before and after communion. All these opportunities for prayer remind us we are not alone. We are connected to God's world, to God's creation to all of God's people. When we pray, we know that there are many people also praying. We pray for others and can feel people praying for us. Sometimes we may pray for things that seem impossible to change, such as asking that leaders of countries throughout the world work together for peace, or praying that no one will ever be hungry or wanting everyone to put aside their differences and understand people for who they are, God's children, and not judge them by their religious preference, gender identity, ethnicity, or any other number of ways we separate people instead of bringing them together. Despite knowing these are almost impossible to resolve, by asking God, we are showing God we care about others besides ourselves. God is pleased when we pray. God wants to keep in communication with us. Each prayer we lift to God strengthens our relationship with God. Each prayer reminds us that God is near. Will our prayers change God's mind? Probably not, but our prayers will change us. Amen.
using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Made children and heirs of God's promise, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. We pray for the church and its ministry. Sustain all members of the body of Christ in lives of prayer, service, and worship. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for natural wonders of your creation. Restore damaged forests, waterways, and natural habitats. Help us to be good stewards of what you have provided. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those in authority. Give them wise minds and compassionate hearts. Strengthen their desire to protect the vulnerable and underserved. And be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are struggling. Provide them with peace for the days ahead. We pray especially for those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Rhea, Maggie. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for church volunteers. Bless their ministry and grant them the passion to continue in their service. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for all the saints from every time and place. Continue to guide us by their example. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God in those in our hearts, known only to you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor 
and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace, remember the poor, thanks be to God.